Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Luke. Um, I know we're moving slow here. We're only in the beginning of chapter three. And a lot of times I spend a lot of time on like one verse. Um, sometimes it's, I think it's worth taking our time here. We're not in any rush. And we are going to be moving quicker eventually because it's just the way the story flows. You can't really, you know, story takes up a whole page. You got to move through it. <laughs> so anyway, for now though, uh, we, we introduced our characters at the beginning of chapter three with Tiberius Caesar and Pontius Pilate and all those guys. And, uh, because uh, Luke is setting the date for the, the appearing or the preaching of John the Baptist. And he says in Luke three, um, two during the reign, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah in the wilderness, right? We talked about that last time. In verse three, it says this, and he went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Now, that's all we're going to look at today, and I'm going to keep it short, but um, I was just caught by that verse. And uh, a lot of times, you know, Christians, teachers, and preachers and whatnot, they move, just move through things without explaining the lingo or the jargon. And these are like big, giant words for Christians. These uh, baptism, repentance, forgiveness. Um, and we're just going to zip through them kind of quick here. And, and, uh, it's interesting because John's doing baptism, and he's John the Baptist. That's why we call him John the Baptist. Um, and baptism... Uh, was not invented by Christians. It was something the first century Jews were doing. And they would use it if a Gentile converted converted to Judaism uh, as part of that process. It would be like a cleansing or a washing, be a baptism. So they're like starting a new life. Uh, it was not for Jews. So it's, it's almost like insulting in a way that this guy's out here uh, by the Jordan River, Jordan River of all places, uh, telling Jews they need to be baptized, um, and yet they were they were they were flocking to him. We'll we'll look at that uh, next time maybe. Um, and John is doing this at the Jordan River. The Jordan River is where they entered the Promised Land as a nation nearly fifteen hundred years earlier. Uh, they passed through the Jordan River, and they were like baptized in the Jordan River right as a nation coming into the Promised Land. And now he's saying, look, we need to become a new nation again, right? God's coming. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. You guys need to repent, right? You need to change, right? So, and Christian baptism is similar. Um, it's becoming a new person. That's what it's uh, picturing there. Joining a new humanity. Uh, the New Testament speaks of us being baptized into Christ. Uh, it's a picture a sign, it's a picture of death, burial, and resurrection. So you picture a person uh, above the water, goes below the water, he's dead and buried. She's dead and buried. And then he or she comes up out of the water, and they're, ra they're raised to a new life in Christ. That's the picture of baptism, Christian baptism. It's a command for Christians to be baptized because it is the sign to the forces of darkness, the spiritual forces of darkness, what the Bible calls the powers, right? It's a, it's a sign to them. It's like a finger in their eye that you are leaving them and you are being joined to Christ. You're switching sides. It's like leaving one army and joining the enemy, except this enemy is a good guy, God. <laughs> so um, it's baptism. And we could go, obviously, 
you'll there'll be more on baptism, et cetera. But it's um, uh, it's a big topic in uh, Christian circles and whatnot. So I'm not going to go down all the rabbit trails about that. I just want you to get the big picture of it. Um, the baptism for the repentance, baptism of repentance. Sorry, for the forgiveness of sins. Repentance is just another big Christian word. Uh, that's it's to turn it means to change directions. We need to change, to redirect, to repent. Like you're walking one way, and then you turn around and walk another way. I think it was Martin Luther said, uh, "All of Christian life is repentance. It is our posture. It's not a one-time thing. I mean, I repent and ask forgiveness from God every day. It's funny. The older I get, it's like the less I sin, but the more I repent." Because I'm just more aware of the junk that's that's in me, you know. Um, and forgiveness, repentance for forgiveness of sins, it's, it's our greatest need. That is not a popular notion today. That we have sins that need forgiveness, that we need to change and to repent, uh, and to ask forgiveness from a generous but holy God. And we have developed whole industries dedicated to telling everyone that they are perfect and should never feel bad about themselves. <laughs> This is not a good idea. I don't know about you, but the only way I ever change for the better is when I feel bad about myself. It's called a conscience. Uh, it's called repentance. It's the law of God written on our hearts. It's there, it's there to help us, not to hurt us. I saw a sign in a, in a middle school that said, uh, you are perfect just the way you are. I thought, that's ridiculous. If I saw that as a kid, I would have said, well, then why do I need to go to school? I'm out of here. It's silly. It's just a silly message to give people because none of us are perfect the way we are. We desperately need cleansing and forgiveness. We all need to change. We all need to be cleansed daily. I do. Um, we need to be baptized into that new life and then spend the new life in humility, repentance, and forgiveness, both receiving forgiveness and giving forgiveness. Um, I have more thoughts on uh, the whole forgiveness thing in a I think I'm just going to jump back into that next time, and we'll just keep this one short for now. So thanks for listening.